Abraham journeying to the land of Canaan by Giovanni Benedetto Castiglione, 1609-1664, the Fitzwilliam Museum, http colon slash slash www.artuk.org slash artwork slash Abraham journeying to the land of Canaan 5550. So how do we fit what we know of Abraham, our first father in the faith, into this new way of looking at things? If Abraham, by what he did for God, got God to approve him, he could certainly have taken credit for it. But the story we're given is a God story, not an Abraham story. What we read in Scripture is, Abraham entered into what God was doing for him, and that was the turning point. He trusted God to set him right instead of trying to be right on his own. If you're a hard worker and do a good job, you deserve your pay, we don't call your wages a gift. But if you see that the job is too big for you, that it's something only God can do, and you trust Him to do it, you could never do it for yourself no matter how hard and long you worked, well, that trusting Him to do it is what gets you set right with God, by God. Sheer Gift David confirms this way of looking at it, saying that the one who trusts God to do the putting everything right without insisting on having a say in it is one fortunate man. Fortunate those whose crimes are whisked away. Whose sins are wiped clean from the slate. Fortunate the person against. Whom the Lord does not keep score. Do you think for a minute that this blessing is only pronounced over those of us who keep our religious ways and are circumcised? Or do you think it possible that the blessing could be given to those who never even heard of our ways, who were never brought up in the disciplines of God? We all agree, don't we, that it was by embracing what God did for him that Abraham was declared fit before God? Now think, was that declaration made before or after he was marked by the covenant rite of circumcision? That's right, before he was marked. That means that he underwent circumcision as evidence and confirmation of what God had done long before to bring him into this acceptable standing with himself, an act of God he had embraced with his whole life. And it means further that Abraham is father of all people who embrace what God does for them while they are still on the outs with God, as yet unidentified as gods, in an uncircumcised condition. It is precisely these people in this condition who are called set right by God and with God. Abraham is also, of course, father of those who have undergone the religious rite of circumcision not just because of the ritual but because they were willing to live in the risky faith embrace of God's action for them, the way Abraham lived long before he was marked by circumcision. The Message Abraham journeys forth into the unknown by Yoram Ronan. We all need help. Yes, we like our independence and would rather give help than receive it. Yet, there are some things which we can do nothing about without some divine intervention. This is where faith comes into the picture. Faith is a big word in Holy Scripture and in the Christian life. Faith encompasses the totality of how we come to Jesus Christ, and then how we live for Him. In talking about faith, it is important to distinguish between the faith which saves us from guilt, shame, sin, death, and hell, and the faith which sanctifies and makes us holy. Salvation and sanctification are also big words in Scripture and in life. If we are fuzzy on our understanding and application of these two spiritual realities of salvation and sanctification, we are going to end up sleepwalking through life as spiritual zombies. Christianity's answer to the vital help we need for deliverance is the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. This deliverance, or salvation, only occurs by faith. A person is saved by knowing about Jesus and His finished work on the cross and trusting that this work has taken care of my need for salvation, once for all. Christ sacrificed Himself for us. He took our place. The punishment that belonged to us, He bore. When we acknowledge our lost and wayward lives, and believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, then we are delivered and experience salvation from the awful emptiness of life. A person cannot earn this deliverance, they cannot buy it or work for it. No, salvation is a gift that comes only by faith in the person and work of Jesus.
that is the essence of saving faith in Christianity. It is a one-time event of trust. Sanctification, on the other hand, is what begins when becoming a believer in Jesus. The word simply means to become holy, or, to be set apart for God. Sanctification is not a singular event, but a process Christians engage in for the rest of their earthly lives. Whereas saving faith is a gift given to us without effort, sanctification requires a great deal of effort. We work and struggle and expend lots of energy to live the Christian life. Greater than grace, God's gift to us in granting forgiveness, is not opposed to effort, it is opposed to earning. Earning is an attitude. Effort is an action. Grace, you know, does not just have to do with forgiveness of sins alone. Greater than. Greater than Dallas Willard. When a student gets a college scholarship at a university, the giving of the scholarship is a one-time event. It is granted to the student. They now possesses it and are able to attend school without trying to earn the money to pay for it. But that scholarship has been given for a reason, so that the student can now focus entirely on their studies and or sport. The work has just begun. More blood, sweat, and tears will take place living into that scholarship than the student could ever imagine. It won't be easy, and it will consume the student's waking hours for the next four years. Greater than our life is a matter of faith, not of sight. Greater than. Greater than 2 Corinthians 5 7, GNT. The biblical character of Abraham is exhibit A of faith. He was delivered from an empty way of life in a pagan country and given a gift of grace to move to the country God would show him. Abraham did nothing to earn this favor. Before Abraham chose God, God chose him. Abraham sojourned as a pilgrim throughout the land God gave him, which mirrored his spiritual sojourning and learning to be a follower of God. Abraham likely faced the greatest test of faith a person could ever experience, he was asked to sacrifice his son. He responded to God with complete obedience. Abraham's faith was made complete by what he did, and it occurred well before his circumcision of being physically marked as belonging to God. We are made right not on our own but through the sheer grace of God in Christ by faith. Then, we continue to exercise faith by living into the righteousness given to us by the mercy of God. Greater than God's mercy is so abundant, and His love for us is so great, that while we were spiritually dead in our disobedience He brought us to life with Christ. It is by God's grace that you have been saved. In our union with Christ Jesus He raised us up with Him to rule with Him in the heavenly world. He did this to demonstrate for all time to come the extraordinary greatness of His grace and the love He showed us in Christ Jesus. For it is by God's grace that you have been saved through faith. It is not the result of your own efforts, but God's gift, so that no one can boast about it. Greater than. Greater than Ephesians 2 4-9, GNT. God grants His faith scholarships to whomever He wants, rich and poor, men and women, from every race, ethnicity, and background imaginable across the entire earth. From the standpoint of faith, Abraham did nothing to receive God's gracious scholarship of faith. He did not work for it. It was granted to him solely because of God's grace. Then, his faith was confirmed and proven as genuine by his life of faith and obedience. Therefore, our own deliverance and ability to live rightly is firmly rooted in faith, and not by holding a prominent position, having a particular pedigree, or expending personal power. All of humanity needs the saving help of Jesus Christ. Salvation is in Christ alone, by grace alone, through faith alone. Lord Jesus Christ, I am sorry for the things I have done wrong in my life. Please forgive me. I now turn from everything that I know is wrong. Thank you that you died on the cross for me, so that I could be forgiven and set free. Thank you that you offer me forgiveness and the gift of your Spirit. I receive that gift with a grateful heart. Amen.